0: From Capital Broadcasting Company and Mix 101.5, this is Scene and Screen. I'm your host, Diane Ramsey, and today I'm talking with David Elder. You're a song and dance man, which is perfect because you're portraying a song and dance man. (laughs) Irving Berlin's White Christmas, and it's going to be at Durham Performing Arts Center uh, December 3rd through 8th. That's
1: correct. I think you can get tickets at uh, www.dpacnc.com.
0: That is correct, com. So we'll be seeing you this week. But uh, looking at your resume, uh, you have a lot of experience. Uh, tell us about some of your other roles.
1: Well, originally I'm from Houston, Texas, and, uh, you know, grew up tumbling and singing in choir in school, and I thought that I would uh, grow up actually to be a professional tennis player, thanks to my dad putting the tennis racket in my hand. <laughs> um, but then we moved from Houston proper out to uh, this near Galveston, so a little bit more out in the boondocks. And uh, they did not have a tennis team at the new high school, which at, we transferred. So all my focus kind of went to um, singing at that point. They took me down the hallway to the choir teacher. And so my singing and my self-taught tumbling kind of <laughs> took, took me into the show business world. So I learned basically by watching and doing. And I just seem to have the neck, uh, you know, the gifts that we are born with sometimes. I have been in New York for 29 years now, 30 years in January. And most of the roles that I have done in my career tended to be those song and dance roles like Don Lockwood and Singing in the Rain. And Uh, Bert and Mary Poppins. Um, I've been in eight Broadway shows in New York City. So grateful for all of those opportunities. And some of those are Guys and Dolls with Nathan Lane. Um, I was the original salt shaker in Beauty and the Beast and Understudied the Beast. So not many people get to say they're they're the original salt shaker in Uh, anything. So that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I performed opposite uh, Jerry Lewis. In the wonderful uh, show, Damn Yankees, where he portrayed the devil. And I got to play the young baseball player, Joe Hardy, opposite him for a year on the road. And then I played opposite Sarah Jessica Parker in Once Upon a Mattress. Oh. Uh, that was another amazing uh, experience. I then went on to be the lookout who caused the Titanic to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, um, because no. I because I did not see the iceberg in time. Um, Frederick fleet, that led to kiss me, Kate on Broadway. And then finally I did, uh, Billy Lawler in 42nd street, um, and earned a stair award and outer critic circle award nominations for that performance. And then finally curtains actually opposite David Hyde Pierce. I've just enjoyed a wonderful career opposite some amazing talent. Um, and now, no less importantly, touring the com- country with White Christmas. Um, and you play
0: the—I guess most people um, are familiar with the movie. Correct. So mm-hmm. you play the part that Bing Crosby played.
1: This year I'm playing the part that Bing Crosby played, Bob Wallace. I This makes actually an 11 years that I've been able to do this show somewhere in some fashion— uh, in this great country. And I played Phil Davis, actually, Danny Kay, the real song and dance man in a way, if you will, of White Christmas. Um, he does the big production numbers like best things happen while you're dancing. And I Love a Piano, which isn't in the movie, uh, opens act two. And it is an eight minute cap extravaganza. <laughs> and you will see the the incomparable Jeremy Benton play the role and he's he's an another incredible song and dance man. So it's been kind of a an amazing experience for me to change roles midway. You know, you live long enough, you grow into the somewhat wiser <laughs> role if you will. You know, I have always admired this show and admired Bing Crosby because of his iconic voice and his everyman aspect. You know, he's such a a leader through calm quiet example it seems you know mm. and and to be able to sing these iconic songs with the wisdom that Bing Crosby always imparted is truly a dream come true for me
0: okay so there I'm assuming there are more songs than there are in the movie did they write yes, some more? they've
1: added a few more songs and they've taken a few out of the movie that we all know and remember that just didn't serve the stage version as well you know, through cinema, you can, you can create moments that you can't necessarily create sometimes on stage. So there's a little creative license with that aspect, but you will experience some of the most amazing production numbers, MGM-quality style dance numbers. Um, that just leap off the stage and into your hearts. The whole ending of the show is like a Christmas card come to life. It's like you're living within a snow globe itself, and you just will not be disappointed with coming to hopefully relive the way the movie made you feel.
0: All right. We'll be back to hear more about White Christmas with uh, one of the stars, David Elder, in just a few minutes. Welcome back to Scene and Screen. I'm Diane Ramsey talking with song and dance man, veteran actor and performer of many musicals David Elder, who is in Irving Berlin's White Christmas December 3rd through 8th at DPAC. Now, as far as the stage show goes, David, it does follow the same story as the movie, is that right? Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Yes. So it takes place in World War 2 or I'm sorry, right after World War 2?
1: Well, yeah, it starts, it shows you World War II in a second, you know, for a minute while they're at war. You meet you meet the soldiers, you meet the general, uh, played by the amazing John Shuck, who you might remember from Macmillan and Wife and um, many movies. He was also in MASH. Uh, he's, he's an incredible actor, and he will win your heart instantly. Um, and then you fast forward a decade, and you find them after Bob Wallace has become a TV star, you know, so he's sort of a well-known figure throughout the nation. And he and Phil Davis run into General Waverly in an inn up in Vermont after he was tricked by Phil Davis to go up there and follow these two young, beautiful sisters, Betty and Judy Haynes. Um, And then they have all of this crazy drama that ensues in this Vermont inn, much like the movie, you know, as you will remember.
0: And so then the other part of the story is there's a romance between the guys and dolls, if you will.
1: (laughs) You, yes, are exactly right. Like Phil and Judy fall in love instantly, and then it's a little bit harder for Bob and Betty to find how their romance comes together and and works. Because Bob is, in essence, he's just kind of lost hope on love, and he's a little cynical and just doesn't think it's really possible, um and yet Phil Davis knows what kind of good man Bob Wallace is and is trying to play a uh, love match maker you know and he in the end of course is right and and Bob and Betty ultimately find each other and um and fall in love and it's it's just a wonderful heartwarming story and there's other couplings that happen as well so
0: Yeah, because it's not just the four of you. There's uh, there's. looks like... I was looking at some of the production photos, which look amazing. Um, Yes. Lots of other dancers and, I guess, secondary characters.
1: Secondary characters, like I said, John Shuck, and then, of course, the amazing Lorna Luft, daughter of the (gasps) great Judy Garland, is touring in the show with us as well. Really? We've been able to do the production several times together. She plays Martha. If you remember in the movie, there's like... The concierge, the woman who takes care of all of the guests oh, who yeah. come to the end, um, comedic, great, you know, Ethel Merman type type voice and type yes. moment. And, um, you know, ultimately, there there may or may not be a relationship that stirs between the general and Martha, you oh, know, wow. by the end of the show. So lots of happy ending at the end. And, yes, you mentioned the ensemble, who are just next to none. They some of the best tap dancers you'll ever meet, but it's even more than tap dancing. It's big jazz, um, snap, happy numbers as well, and and they add the an absolute element to to making this show leap off the stage and and feel like a Christmas card come to life. Um, it's a one big happy family. Many of them have done the show for many years together. You know, year after year. It it's just a lovely experience to come back and do this Christmas show throughout our great nation as a family. Uh, Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, many families do come together to, to see it.
0: I was going to ask you if it was family friendly and it sounds like that it is. So the whole family can come. (laughs) Yes, Very much so. Oh,
1: I think the family, it's even better enjoyed as a family because it just gives you those moments that reaffirm how strong and how important family is.
0: Oh. And we're gonna see snow, aren't we, at D on stage? <laughs> is that true?
1: You will you will not only see snow on stage, but you might see snow falling on your own head in the audience. I'm not Ooh. gonna say, you know, for guarantee if that's gonna happen, but it's been known to happen. Let's just say that.
0: Oh wow. Well that will get everyone into the holiday spirit. For sure. No doubt.
1: No <laughs> yes. doubt.
0: So, uh as David mentioned earlier, tickets for Irving Berlin's White Christmas, December 3rd through 8th at DPac at com. and uh, you looking forward to it, huh? You
1: I I can't wait.
0: Gonna have a good time on stage? Is it a fun show? Sounds I, like it's a fun show.
1: Yep, yeah, I like I said I'm from Houston, Texas and I spent a lot of years uh in Tennessee. So that whole part of the country is, is just near and dear to my heart. So I'm excited to get over to the East Coast and get down into the South in North Carolina. i got a lot of friends coming to the show in North Carolina. So um, just can't wait to get there Yeah, and share this great story with you guys.
0: Wonderful. Well, David Elder, thank you so much for joining us.
1: You are so welcome. It's my pleasure.
0: I'm Diane Ramsey. Thanks for listening to Scene and Screen. If you like the show, I'd appreciate you giving us a review and sharing it with your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app. This podcast is a production of Mix 101.5, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network.